Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, nahmadahu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'aghfiruhu wa na'minu bihi wa natawakkadu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min firuri anfusina wa min sayyiyati a'malina. Man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah. Wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Arsalahu bashiran wa nadira bayna yada'i sa'a. من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعصيهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحديث هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور عوازمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال الله عز وجل في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم Inshallah, in uh, today's khutbah, I will talk about one of the, uh, actually two of the short surahs from the Qur'an, which were revealed together and they are referred as Ma'udhatayn, which is the Surah Al-Nas and Surah Al-Falaq. Mostly I will talk about Surah Al-Nas today, inshallah, and some of the time we'll go into detail of Surah Al-Falaq. These two surahs are those surahs which we probably recite quite a bit with quite frequency because of the shortness of the surahs. But it has very important message in there. As I said, I will talk more about Surah An-Nas here. And uh, <clears throat> the aspect I will discuss is, has to be understood from the context in which these surahs were revealed. There are many ahadith that talk about the use of the, these surahs, meaning... They can be recited before you go to sleep, as Rasulullah has suggested us, recommended us to recite these surahs. Because this, this surah has a, a dua as well with, for ourselves. Because we are seeking refuge to Allah Azza wa Jal. This is why it is actually both the surahs, we start with Qul A'udhu Bi Falaq. And then the other one, Qul A'udhu Bi Nas, Malikin Nas, Ilahin Nas. You are seeking refuge from Allah Azza wa Jal. The one who is the Rabbul Falaq, the one who is Rabbul Nas, the one who is Malikin Nas, the one who Ilahin Nas. This is the refuge that we are seeking. We are asking Allah Azza wa Jal to protect us. So now, yes, there are many hasanat for reciting these surahs. There are many reasons that we know that to recite these surahs more often because Rasulullah Sallallahu recommended us. But we lose the main, the main purpose of it if we don't understand which context these surahs were revealed. These surahs, as majority of the fuqaha 
Mufassirin say they are Makki Surahs. From the context, from the, uh, the, the way that words are mentioned in the Surah, these are in general referred as the Makki Surahs. When we say Makki, it means they were revealed in the Meccan era to Rasulullah wasallam. Meccan era where Rasulullah was working towards the establishment of the deen that happened in Medina. I'd like to make sure that we understand this. There's a huge distinction between these two eras. Because Makki era is the era where Rasulullah was striving to establish the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal. Hence you don't find that there are too many ahkamat, the rules, ahkam were revealed at that time. Most of the ahkam, the rules, were revealed to Rasulullah in the Medina life. Because this is where Rasulullah was, besides being a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, before, besides being the messenger who came with the risala, who came with the book, who came with the sharia, he was now a ruler, a hakim as well. So it's important to have this understanding. So while in the Makkah, Rasulullah and Sahaba alayhim, they went through many difficulties. They went through very difficult times, whether it was material, materialistic kind of hardship they went through, whether it was psychological kind of hardship, or whether even to the point Rasulullah was called different kinds of names as a poet, or as a sahir, or a, 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 a magician, or a kahin, soothsayer, and on and on. And even there are reports to talk about that Rasulullah didn't even try to do magic on Rasulullah wasallam. And that's what the idea is to understand. When we read these surahs, we should understand the circumstances these surahs were revealed. And all sorts of plotting was going on against Rasulullah wasallam. And Allah Azza wa Jal, in those difficult times, revealed these surahs which we refer to them as Ma'udhatayn. And as I said, today's subject more would be Surah Al-Nas. Where Allah Azza wa Jal says, Qul, a'udhu bi Rabbin Nas. Say that I seek refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Rabb of the mankind and the jinn kind. Rabbul Alameen. This is what we are seeking. Rabbul Alameen seeking the refuge uh, uh, from or to to. We seek refuge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this surah, or Surah Al-Falaq, we don't find the surah is saying, Qul a'udhu billahi. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning His attributes. He's talking about being the Rabb. We are seeking refuge with Allah azza wa jal, the Rabb of the Rabban Nas, the Lord, the sustainer of the mankind, the jinn kind, and everything in between the heavens and the earth. And the heavens and the earth, of course. And there are many places we find and in general all the surahs of the Qur'an are, are somehow referring to this idea, the rububiyah or the lordship or the sustainership of Allah Azza wa Jal about everything. Even the first surah in the Mus'haf that we see, it starts with the word Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. That we pray, we thank to the Rabbil Alameen. And even the first, the verses that was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
They also include Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq, khalaqal insana min ala, Iqra rabbuka al-akram. Allah Azza wa Jal, even in the beginning of the ayat that was revealed to Rasulullah Sallallahu it starts with reminding us who is this Rabb. It's not the issue of just worshipping the Allah, any, any God. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is giving us the attributes or the characteristics of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala as well. The asma wa sifat are mentioned in the Quran and in the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And in this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is starting with, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ When we say that, even though in this ayah, the ayah is referring to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But we know that in general, when the khitab is to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is for the whole ummah, unless there is a very clear indication that says, the hukum was only for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Similarly, other places Allah Azza says, "Ya ayyuha al-nasu abudu Rabbakum al-ladhi khalaqakum wal-ladhiina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon." Allah is telling the people, "The worship your Rabb. Who is this Rabb? He is the Rabb who created you. He is the Rabb who created you and everything before you. This is the Rabb that Allah Azza wa Jal wants us to worship. And hence, when we are looking into the surah, we should remember." That this surah in the beginning is talking about the rububiyyah, talking about Allah being the Malik, Allah being the Ilah. So it is something connected to our concept of our Iman, the Tawheed. Hence, we should know also if we are not worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal the way Allah has commanded us, we may get into the Wrong idea of the shirk. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned when Luqman alayhi salam he was giving the advice to his son and he says, Qala Luqman li ibni, wa huwa ya'idhuhu ya bunayya la tushrik billahi inna shirka ladulmun adeem. The shirk is the greatest sin, greatest oppression that one can do. This is the greatest wrongdoing. And the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu is very clear about the concept of the shirk. As the hadith says, Rasulullah sallallahu says that this is a hadith Qudsi. The Rasulullah sallallahu says, قال الله, الله عز وجل من علم أني ذو قدرة على مغفرة الذنوب that غفرت له ولا أبالي that Rasulullah sallallahu says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that Almighty said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, whoever knows that I have power to forgive sins, I will forgive him and I will not care. La ubali. I don't mind. Ma lam yushrik So except the one who, as long as he is not doing the shirk, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all the sins except making partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now the question comes in is, is it the shirk means only that you go and bow down in front of a statue? Or you started saying there are three gods which are one, three in one, or Allah, or the God has sons or the daughters. Is that the only way of doing the shirk? Or there are other ways as well? And this is important to understand, to understand the concept of rububiyyah. So when we say, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ that we are seeking refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the rabb of the mankind and the jinn kind, whatever kinds are there. He is the sustainer. He is the Lord. He is the one who provides to every one of us. 
That includes whatever risk that we are getting. Yes, he is a razaq as well. He provides us everything and he provides us a way of living as well. He gives us an Islamic way of living. How to live according to commands of Allah Azza wa Jal. And that's the only way we have supposed to live. That is part of the rububiyyah that we believe in. If we are not taking the rububiyyah this way, there is something wrong with us. We have to go and revisit. Do we understand the concept of that Allah is the sustainer, Allah is the Lord, Allah is the one who provides us everything. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And He is the King of the people, the King of the mankind. He is the, not only the King, He is also the Malik. He is the owner of everything as well. And Malik, by default, it means that He owns. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala owns heavens and the earth and whatsoever is in between and whatever is out there, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of everything. So now we have to have this understanding, the clarity in our mind. Allah is the owner. Allah is the Lord. Allah is the king of all. And then we seek refuge with him for what? Then we say, Ilahin nas, the one who is worthy of worship. He's the only one who's worthy of worship. And that's what we say every, every day, at least seven time, 17 times a day, when we say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Malik Yawmiddin, Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'in. To you only we worship, to you only that we seek help. So when we say, Rabbil Ilahin Nas, so we should also remember which ilah we are talking about that we are worshipping here? Because it's not the issue of who created heavens and the earth only. Even the kuffar of the Makkah, as Allah Azza wa Jal talks about that in the Quran as well. See, even if you ask them, the kuffar, who created the heavens and the earth? They will say, Allah created. It's not the issue that many of the people out there who are believers of many different faiths other than Islam, that they believe in that higher entity. But when it comes to his rububiyyah, or to really understand uluhiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or his asma wa sifat, this is where they lack. Because now, after that, we find people are following secularism where they are separating life from the deen and saying that the life has nothing to do with the religion or the deen that you are following. Put the, keep your deen to yourself. It's an individualistic thing as if, no, this is not what Islam is about. Islam is not about that. And then the ayah continues on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, about who is, uh, uh, what is the, why are you seeking this refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because the time these surahs were revealed, as I was saying, all different sorts of hardships Rasulullah and Sahaba were going through, physical, mental, and psychological, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah is telling us that, which is, what is it that you're seeking refuge from? From the mischief of the whispering, elusive, Prompter who returns again and again, Al-Khannas, the one who hides and then appears, is not the one who's coming out and giving you whispering about doing the wrong things openly. Rather, he tries to do it 
in a, in a hiding manner. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, الَّذِي يُوَسْفِسُ فِي صُدُورِ النَّاسِ And He does the waswasa, the whisper in the hearts or the chest of the people. مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ And these whisperers are from the jinn kind and the mankind. It's not only that we are talking about this is the shayateen. Yes, we believe in the jinn as Muslim. There are, there's a surah like Surah Al-Jinn, Surah Al-Ahtaf, revealed they were talking about the jinn. We as a Muslim, we believe in that. That are, this is a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And shaitan was from the jinn. Now, these shayateen, whether they are from the, uh, from the jinn kind or the mankind, they are the one who try to misguide you. And this misguidance comes in different ways. This misguidance can be started like this. Do not believe in Allah Azza wa Jal. Do not believe in Islam. Old person says, okay, no, he, he believes. He does not listen to the, these whispers. Then it goes back to, okay, then do some bid'ah. Do some innovation in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He does not listen to that either. Then the whispers comes in a way that, oh, do some small sins, it's okay. As long as your end goal is good, achieve them through, the, uh, the, through some small mistakes. Don't obey Allah Azza wa Jal, that's okay. As long as your niyyah is good, your intentions are good, you're trying to achieve, your goals are good. My brothers and sisters, we do not go by that. That means the, 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 the end goal will justify the means. That whatever our means we can use. No, the means and the goals both have to be accepted by Allah Azza wa for an action to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We cannot be have this Robin Hood mentality of stealing from the rich and giving to the poor is something good. And then if the person does not follow that either, then shaitan tries to whisper, oh you know what, keep your deen to yourself brother. Keep your deen to yourself. Why do you have this going out and telling to the people that what wrong they are doing to be rectified? This is part of, uh, part of our deen. It's an obligation on us to do Amr bin Ma'ruf and Munkar. Man ra'a minkum al-munkar When you say, any one of you see a munkar, a mischief, a wrong deeds going on, change it with your hand. If you don't have the istata'a, bil-yadi, bil-lisani, if you don't, cannot do with the hand, then go do with the tongue. And if you cannot do that either, then do with your heart. But this is the lowest level of iman, that the haram is happening, and kufr is happening, munkar is happening, and we don't even have the karahiya towards it. We really have to ask ourselves about iman, whether this iman exists in our heart or not. Shaitan is continuously doing the waswasa. To misguide us. That's the waswasa we are discussing here. So we have to be watchful of that. So there are many things. And then if that does not work, the person is not isolating himself to the deen to himself only. Oh, then gather everybody to go against that. So the waswasa is not only to us from our own nafs can be, but then it comes from the others who will start ganging up against us. Against the one who is calling for the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal. The one who wants to live according to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who wants to call the others to live according to the commands of Allah Azza wa Jal. Then the people start ganging up. They will start sending spies here and there. Go get the information about that. Oh, put some whisper, whispers. He's not following. Oh, go, get, go to the other one. Who will attack him now? Get personal to the person. 
Whichever way it can be to stop the call the person is calling for. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that can come from the insan and the jinn. And nowadays we can see that. Jinn we can say, okay, they are not in our dimension. We cannot see with our naked eyes like that. But what about the insan then? No, the internet is out there. Subhanallah, you open the phone and all sort of pop-ups are coming up on your phone and your laptop, your computer, whatsoever. All the ideas are thrown at you. Send your kids to the school, high school and, and, and universities. You will see how they are exposed to atheism, to become agnostic, to ask questions about the existence of Allah Azza wa Jal. Just to create doubts. Will not come out and say openly. Just create doubts. These khannas, the one who comes and go. That's what Allah Azza wa is telling us. And they will change with time. Yes, but we have to be prepared. And we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Rabbun Nas, the Malikin Nas, the Ilahin Nas. With this understanding, the correct understanding of the Rububiyyah, the correct understanding of Aluhiyah, the correct understanding of Asma wa Sifat of Allah Azza wa Jal. These are not just words to utter. Let's dig deep and understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. It has to be connected to our actions also. It's not that go and read the ma'udatain before you go to sleep and have no idea what we're reading. So read the surah with this understanding what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.